Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. Jamie Geller, who is the Israeli-American chef, um, author, businesswoman. Um, she has, she's a food writer. She's a TV producer. She, we've been reading up on you, Jamie, and we're very interested in what you do. And we wanted to first of all welcome you and um, ask how you got started in the business because we heard that when you got married, you didn't know how to cook. Yeah, so it's a pleasure to be here. I feel so honored to be a guest on your show and just to be talking to the both of you. In terms of how I got started, so no, I was the bride who knew nothing. I knew nothing about cooking when I first got married, but you know, in all the um, careers that you've listed, I feel like I've lived a bunch of lifetimes. I actually, in college, majored in broadcast journalism. So I always loved TV and I always loved producing. And my first internship was at CNN. So that's how I got into the whole TV producing fields. And then I went to HBO where I did production as well, but in the marketing department. So that's how I got into like marketing. And then when I had my first baby and I went on maternity leave, I'm sure as you know, Lori, it's so hard to like leave your children and you want to be with them all the time and take care of them. And the life of a TV producer is like more away than it is at home, 20 hour days, if not more. And so I wanted, to, I needed to like pivot my career a little bit. So I took my production skills, my marketing skills, and I think I had an entrepreneurial spirit always. I got that from my immigrant parents. And so that's how I parlayed into like this new career of food and writing a cookbook and then turning that into like a whole media business. Um, but the idea for the cookbook basically came from my husband because he said, when you got married, you didn't know anything. You were like <laughs> tripping over your feet in the kitchen and now you're pretty good. You should write a book. And so that led into media and um, expanding the book into online, etc. So when did you make Aliyah, which those of you who don't know, it's um, go, moving to Israel, picking up your family, your life, and moving to Israel. So did you make Aliyah before you started writing, or um, you know, how did that happen? So um, I'm married 16 years. Um, I started my first book just a year later, 15 years later, when I went on maternity leave with my first child. It took me three years to get that book out. So the book came out 12 years ago, and then we made Aliyah seven and a half years ago. So on the first date, my husband said, I want to move to Israel. And I said, go find yourself another girl. Because I love Israel, I support Israel, I want to visit Israel, but I'm not going to move to Israel. And I always say he worked on me like water on a rock, and throughout everything, he kept trying to like pick us up and bring us as a family to Israel. And I was concerned for my career, and I was concerned to leave my family, and I was concerned for leaving all the materialism that I love. We had a big house, uh, we had a huge backyard, we were even thinking about putting in an in-ground pool. And I just know that living in Israel is different. We live in an apartment now. You know, it's just a different style of life and a different a different um, focus on materialism, which I grew up in America. I love all the luxuries of America. And, um, but 
you know, I said he worked on me like water on a rock. And about seven and a half years ago, we made Aliyah. But because I love TV and I love production, I love marketing, I created a documentary called The Joy of Aliyah, which was a 10-part real-time documentary about our journey. And so and now I feel like I'm the spokesperson for Israel. <laughs> I love it here so much. That's awesome. Um, so just to let you know, my son is eating only chicken and potatoes at Aisha Torah. He's been there for the whole year. He's going to be there next year. And I, whenever I say, how you doing? What are you eating? Because, you know, these boys, they sit and learn all day and they don't generally exercise. And he goes, I'm having chicken and potatoes. So if you ever get to Yerushalayim and get to the hotel, you can give Joel Finkelstein a shout out at age and say, Joel, what are you eating? Let me show you what you should eat instead. I, I love going there, by the way. I, it's the most beautiful building. And the hotel is my favorite place. And unfortunately now with Corona, we're unable to travel there, but I hope I believe that I, I, I would like to go next time and bring him something to eat. Okay, okay. so we'll try that. <laughs> um, and I was just visiting him um, when he was at H for a summer a few years ago, and I love that building also. And the view on the top is incredible. But what I love most about the building was the bathrooms were nice and clean. Yeah. So that was like a big plus. And I sure I wanted to say hello to him, but the bathrooms were like awesome. Yeah. So Perry, you'll have to tell me his favorite food so I know what to bring him. Well, it, it is peanut butter, but he has forgot. He, he gave up peanut butter a long time ago because he just doesn't have access to Skippy. Um, what differences do you notice in Israel with the produce, I'm sure, is phenomenal and amazing. And, and in Corona right now, when you're, when you're trying to cook and you're trying to you know, make do with different things, what have you noticed in Israel that you wish you had in your refrigerator or you're covered right now that you just can't get hold of? So one of the biggest things that we had, and this happened right before Passover, was an egg shortage. Right. And you know, Passover is like the egg and potato holiday. Those are like the two essential ingredients in every single kosher for Passover dish. So I literally was crying at two o'clock in the morning. Like I called my dad in Jersey and he's like, what's wrong? Like, I'm like, everyone's okay. The kids are okay, but there are no eggs. And I'm like losing my mind. So it wasn't really that I was losing my mind over the fact that there were no eggs. It's like I was losing my mind over the stress and everything. And the fact that there were no eggs just put me over the edge, you know? So there was an emergency airlift from Portugal and we got our eggs in time, but they were being rationed for the holidays. So that was like a super stressful time from a cooking perspective. Now I find that there are no particular shortages. It's just that you don't want to go to the grocery store with the same frequency. So we're kind of just cooking from everything we have in the house to the last minute being as creative as we can because again, we don't want to leave the house unless absolutely necessary. And so it's kind of like I wanted to make a stir fry today. Well, I had, I didn't have ginger, I didn't have chilies, and I didn't have sesame oil, you know, that kind of thing. So I was like, okay, garlic, olive oil, and soy sauce will have to do. I didn't have scallions, I wouldn't scallion, you know, <laughs> it was like the list went on and on. But I had some cabbage, I had some onions, I had some uh, peppers, and so like that was like a dumbed down stir fry, you know? And it was right. fine. It wasn't great, it was fine. <laughs> oh, it was good. I know, I want you to know you inspired me because I think you had shown on Instagram where you had done some little clip of your kitchen completely cleared out and you said now we're ready to start cooking and getting ready for Passover and I really was so I was kind of down here during corona time just making the effort of making Passover even though I had everything and I could wash everything I just couldn't get myself to do it and then once I saw that you were ready and moving I said okay that's it Jamie Geller is going to do it I'm doing it 
So that inspired me to make Passover. I'm not a great cook, as many people know, and it was a little touch and go, but um, and my matzo balls could choke people. But besides that, um, you inspired me, and I don't know what it was that you, you did, but just what you said, and you said, that's it, I'm doing Passover this year, because I was so against it, and I was like, I gotta do it. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Lori, for telling me that. You are an inspiration um, as, as a religious woman, as, as a woman, as a writer, as a creator. So you inspire the two of us greatly, as I'm sure you mentioned before when we were talking, how Perry has inspired you in, in her goal in life, which is to help out as many children as she can who are part of High Lifeline because she has been helped out so much in her life. She's 20 years old. She's been on a ventilator for 18 years and High Lifeline's presence in our life has inspired us and has inspired Perry to do great. So she always loves seeing that in women who are doing something amazing and you are that, so thank you. Thank you. The feelings are so mutual here. So, and I think it's wonderful for anyone to hear their inspiration. You know, you think like, oh, they know it, they hear it, they feel it. But what you just said to me is giving me so much happiness and joy and strength. I cannot tell you. So thank you so much for your kindness. Oh, and I know Perry's going to now look um, on Amazon for your cookbooks. I, I have done recipes. Uh, I think a brisket, a hummantash. I've done here and there a few things. I, I always try them. But um, I know she's going to want to look and read more about you and, and what you do. So thank you so much for joining us, Jamie. Um, a lot of love from uh, us here in New York to you in Israel. And um, really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And if you look and tell me what books might look good to you, I'd love to just send them to you as my gift. Whatever you want would be awesome. Um, <laughs> beginner books would be great. And just so you know, my 20-year-old daughter, who's quarantining with us, just started cooking last week like really learning how to cook because she's never had the desire and she's popping out chickens tonight we're having taco night Ooh. and she's was wasting our ingredients chancing it on her abilities and so far it's working out well but well, i have to oh. send her and i'm gonna send my julish cookbook because almost almost every single recipe in that book has a video to go along with it oh. so it's easy to follow so i think that that will be a good one awesome i love media you need, we, Harry said we need that. <laughs> oh, I need that? She's <laughs> funny. Okay, thank you, Jamie. We love you. Thank you so much. It was so great to meet you. And um, stay healthy and well. Amen, amen. You guys, too, please keep in touch.